0: Alright, well hello everybody and welcome to what I have affectionately dubbed Blizzard Watch Plays, because we are playing more than just D&D these days. Uh, So today we are going to be playing a little bit of a one-shot adventure set into the universe of Deadlands Noir. Deadlands is a Savage Worlds game setting in which uh, players traditionally uh, take place in the Weird West. Uh, Undead shaman and uh, people that are walking corpses, not uncommon, werewolves, all that normal stuff. It's just part of the Wild West here. But in Deadlands Noir, it takes place a little bit later in history, in particular during the 30s. uh, And in this particular setting, it is going to be in New Orleans. So our players today... And uh, they can choose to introduce themselves as their characters or however they want. Uh, but we have uh, Anna joining us as well, uh, Lipodermic, She is wonderfully, graciously coming back uh, as a... I forgot which character you picked.
1: Hey, y'all. Uh, I, I, I like the wonderful, lovingly gracious... Please go on, Joe. Uh, <laughs> I'm playing Doris Gordon. I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit... Um, I'm, a, I'm an inventor. Um, but my stuff is not that good, so I will see what happens. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Love it. Uh, joining us this week is also Anne, who uh, will not be playing mischief today. Who are you going to be playing today?
2: I'm going to be playing Catherine. I can't pronounce my own last name, La Harris.
0: Yep, that's I'm gonna it. I'm going to
2: call it that. I'm going to call it that. I'm a looker.
0: Yep. She will be playing the bank role for this lovely group of adventurers, as she is the... uh, I'm a looker
2: with a lot of money. (laughs)
0: Exactly. You are the face with a lot of money. Uh, Corey is joining us again today. Uh, And who will you be playing today, Corey?
3: I am playing that character. You know that one? I'm playing Henry Tate, uh, the reporter. Uh, He's a freelance reporter, so I related to him instantly, because, you know, freelance. And, uh, you know, I'm going to put my news hound to the best views possible and find that big story here
0: absolutely You're, you are the the peter parker of this game session i expect lots of quips sir because one of your character flaws is smart mouth so i expect you to make use of that In other words dad jokes or whatever uh also liz is joining us today and uh liz who will you be playing
4: i also don't know how to pronounce my last name but i am jackie And I've got a little bit of a gambling problem. I love to tempt fate and play games. Thibodeau? Thibodeau. Oh, y'all are good.
0: (laughs) And last but not least, uh, Lothar Fox is joining us uh, for this wonderful session, and who did you wind up picking from our list of of characters?
5: Miles Wallace. I had a little trouble with on the detective force and became my own private eye, private detective, investigating what's going on in this world.
0: Wonderful. Uh, So I want to thank everybody for joining us on this. And uh, absolutely, we're going to get started with some wonderful, wonderful weirdness. Uh, So most of you, as far as how things worked out, uh, with the exception of Henry, you've all been working together with a uh, friend that you've met who is actually a Hogan, uh, Jean Lovineau, Uh, He is a rather loving man who focuses more on healing uh, to hire onto your own little private detective agency, which Catherine is bankrolling. Uh, Miles, when you broke out with the police force here, when they they didn't want to investigate the weirdness that was happening, uh, you decided that somebody had to do it, and you wound up linking up with Catherine. You guys bankrolled everything. You hired Doris to make your tech and guns uh, to make sure everything was working uh, just fine. Jackie wound up coming along for the ride simply because uh, you may have beaten Jackie once or twice in a a few games of poker, uh, and Jackie couldn't exactly pay you back, so Jackie decided to work it off for you. And uh, you have a friend who has been working with the Times-Picayune, which is Henry Tate, uh, a local reporter. And that's how you've been getting a lot of the tips for your cases lately, And that's how today's session opens up. Your little detective agency, as you're sitting around in the sweltering heat of summer, uh, not really anything has been going on. The phone's been sort of dead. And, well, I mean, aside from the normal violence uh, that you would expect to happen in New Orleans in the 30s, which, you know, bar fights and people not paying their debts, loan sharks, things like that, cases have been pretty quiet. But that's when Henry walks in. Henry, you walk in and you've got the recent copy of the Times-Picayune, uh, and you've got a article all the way at the very, very back circled, uh, and it's a series of, of deaths that the uh, Times didn't want to cover. You believe there is absolutely a story here, but nobody will give you the time of day. And so, if there's a story, and there's nobody wants to give you that time or give you the resources to do it, you've got to find your own. That's when you turn to your old friends at your, 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 the local detective agency that you know. So, you can set that up and, and talk amongst yourselves as how you want to uh, interact on that one.
2: The agency is just called Private Dicks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you sure you don't want it to be Private Butts?
2: No, No. Well, I mean, we could, but... <laughs> What's your story? It's too quiet.
3: I've a, got a little question here for you guys. You are, you're looking for some cases always, right?
2: Generally speaking.
3: Well, you see, I work for the paper. And there's a lot of weird stuff happening. And I know that it's not as simple as what they're always saying. There's A lot of people dropping like flies. And they're just like, oh, no, no, it's just the heat wave. It's hot down here. I get that but there's a little too many people dropping the flights. But they're not going to give me any money to investigate it. So I came to you guys and I figured maybe they want to know what's happened.
2: What? You think there's something suspicious going on with all of this?
3: I would bet my last red cent that there is.
2: And how much are you willing to pay?
3: Pay? I'm sure that this- I don't have anything to pay. I, I work for commission. But I'm sure that the city might have a nice reward for whoever could track down what exactly is happening. That sounds like something in the uh, public good.
2: I don't know. What do you guys think?
4: How nice of a reward are we talking about?
5: Uh, no. We could use a little publicity here. We're not getting much attention. If he's promising that we're gonna move up past the last page of the paper, that could be something.
2: Mm, a little goodwill in exchange for a little goodwill. I I, I could roll with that.
0: So as you guys are talking, you take a look at the paper and, and, and Henry's brought to you a few copies of it and, and pointed out the article. The description of these deaths is definitely not something you would expect to be accidental, Uh, at least in Henry's reporting. All of the bodies were very brutally dismembered. Uh, They were brutalized to a point of some of them hardly able to see who the person was or identify the body. Uh, So the fact that some people in the city are trying to say that it's from, you know, heat exhaustion or other things, other natural causes is definitely suspect. And
2: Good lord, people are dropping like flies, but they aren't exploding.
0: That's a little
2: suspicious. You're right.
0: And, Doris, something catches your eye. Uh, One of the names on the list of the deceased is actually an old friend of yours, somebody you used to work with uh, back in your early days of getting started as a weird scientist, as an inventor, uh, which is Eunice Mornier. She was found dead in her home, Uh, looked like she was shot through the gut. And that's the first year hearing about it. And she was she was never quite as successful as you were. But and she 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 definitely know that she made a living uh, taking any clientele uh, that she could possibly take, not just necessarily the ones on the up and up. But you never expected to see something about her getting shot and murdered. She treated everybody, even the most lowly criminal, as the best high playing, high paying client
1: You guys, I I knew her. She she wouldn't have just dropped like a fly. I don't even know how do flies drop. They're not that heavy.
2: And well, it doesn't look like she dropped like a fly. It looks like she got shots.
5: Well, yeah, somebody's got pretty good aim if they're shooting a fly out of the air.
2: She must have crossed the wrong person. She working with shady
1: elements. No, she wouldn't do that. I don't think. I don't think so. She wasn't the type to do anything for a paycheck, like me with you guys.
2: But I—I I don't. We need to go check this out. All right. Well, so it's y- not like we have anything better to do.
3: <laughs> mm. All right, Henry. <laughs> you got yourself a case. See, I knew you'd see it my way.
0: So now you guys have a couple options on what you can do as far as how you want to gather data. So you know that the police are definitely involved because the city was involved in at least some of the investigation. The paper has some information. And then you have the actual at least one uh, contact to at least one of the murders that has happened most recently. Uh, Which avenue would you like to investigate first?
3: Now, y'all know... The woman who died, or at least a little bit, and I have a few connections with the police force, so we could, we could go ask them, we could go check out her house. I, I don't know that they, they can't have been telling me everything that's been going on, so I, it could be a good idea to go see what her house looks like.
2: Well, how helpful have the police been so far? Well,
3: you just gotta know how to ask.
4: Ah. I think you go to the source.
2: Yeah, let's go to the source.
1: Doris is adamantly pro-going there because she wants to go try and see if she can steal any of the inventions that Eunice might have had lying around, but she doesn't <laughs> really, like, say that. She's just like, yeah, we should go there.
0: Okay, well, you notice that uh, Doris's, Doris's friend Eunice lived in the Treme area, uh, which is not traditionally the most well-to-do As far as New Orleans is concerned, Uh, it tends to be a little more lower income, a little more smaller homes, uh, a lot of rental properties that maybe aren't kept so well. Uh, But if that's where you guys are going to go first, that's absolutely where you can sort of head off.
2: All right, Doris, let's go figure out what happened to your friend.
0: So as you guys make your way over there, we're not going to do any travel cost or anything like that. There are streetcars and, and everything else. It's pretty easy to get around. Uh, but as you go and you notice that the neighborhood, even for the heat of summer, is fairly quiet. Uh, it looks like people are not really outside of their homes unless they are going from a destination uh, specifically uh, in mind. They're not just meandering. There's not really people interacting with their neighbors much anymore. It definitely feels like a neighborhood intention. Uh, and Henry would know this from his reporting that most of the murders have happened in this particular area in the Treme area Um, there's been a few that have been outside in some of the more adjacent areas but for the most part it's been here and you can definitely feel that sort of tension with the the community Uh, there's definitely a palpable amount of fear how are they reacting to us showing up you notice that and this is for sort of a give me Uh, as you look at the homes you see people peeling back their curtains and taking a uh, like a peek uh, and then like as soon as you lock eyes with them they shut the curtain right away Uh, they don't know you they don't want to be seen by you uh, at least not like this they don't know what who you are or what you have to do with anything
2: Jeez, middle of summer but it's chillier here than the ice ice icebox on Christmas day Must be a lot going down in this area. So anybody you-, you know that we could ask any questions to? Doris? Do you know anybody I, else that was associated with it? I haven't really talked to
1: her since school, but she, was, she wasn't the type who would hurt a fly, let alone get struck down by one. Let's go, um, let's go see if maybe we can get into her house. Nobody's looking, because they all closed their curtains, so...
2: all right, let's go find her house then. Okay. Uh,
0: At the end of one of the blocks is actually where uh, uh, Eustace's, uh, or Eunice's home is. It's a little shotgun-style home. uh, Very thin, very small. uh, Sort of at the end of, like, a dead-end street. Nobody seems to be paying you much mind. Uh, You do see uh, the markers that are put up to to mark that it is a crime scene. Uh, But nobody seems to be at attention. There's no cops standing at the door. Uh, You get the feeling that they may have already gotten what they wanted out of it and have disappeared.
2: Catherine just walks past them
0: like they aren't there.
3: Well, that's one way to cut through the red tape.
0: Mm. (laughs) Love it. Uh, You do see that the door is locked. Uh, The windows are shut tight. Uh, there is no fence for the, the small postage stamp yard that, that sits around back. Uh, how are you going to try to get in?
2: Can I try looking at the windows and see if any of them are open?
4: Jackie would like to go around the back and check for a back door or back window.
5: Certainly. And I think Miles um, would have some sort of ability to try and pick locks so any way to pick the front door lock. However, he rolls for skill in that.
0: Uh, sure we can definitely do that uh, we'll we'll do this one at a time Uh, so as you look through the windows you see that everything looks like the curtains are drawn nice and tight Uh, the cops probably did that to make sure that you know peering eyes didn't quite get in Uh, you do notice that the uh, windows are all locked they are all shut and nice and tight probably simple police procedure to keep everybody out Um, but they are glass they can break So you, Miles, are you going to try to pick the front lock or are you going to try to to go look around through the other ones?
5: Yeah, I don't think he's too stealthy. I think he'd just go for the front lock.
0: Okay. Uh, So for you, I believe, let's take a look at your skills. We'll see how that works and then we'll deal with uh, Liz going around to the back. We will make that a agility check for you. So on your sheet, you should see a little die next to agility towards the top. Go ahead and click that. Ooh, success with the raise. Uh, you actually are able to pop the lock pretty easily for you, but you notice that it's a lot more complicated than it originally seemed. What you thought was a simple uh, one bump, like, you know, four pin lock was much deeper, much more complicated. It had definitely been modified uh, and you pop the door. Before you go in, we're going to move around to Jackie. Jackie, as you walk around to the back of the house, you notice that there is a very small yard, uh, and it looks like there's a shed in the back, uh, and it looks like there's a small uh, little patio-style porch here. But nothing else really of note. Doesn't look like anything's disturbed. Uh, Looks like there's a laundry line that goes between the shed and the house. Uh, There does not appear to be any laundry on it.
3: Is there a right. mat or a rock next to the door or anything?
0: Well, did you go around back, or were you sitting out front with Miles popping the lock?
3: I want to go up back.
0: I mean, there's plenty of rocks. It's, you know, a yard in the south. There's always going to be rocks in nature.
3: Can I check all the rocks for uh, a key?
0: Yeah, there's nothing hidden. No, No hidden keys.
4: What was Liz going to say? Uh, i just like to check the windows, and if there's a door back here, check that.
0: Uh, There is a door. Uh, It looks like it's locked just like everything else, as are the the two windows that look like they... uh, These ones don't have quite the same curtains as the front do. Uh, It looks like there is uh, a peer into what looks like a very simple kitchen, Uh, but you can go ahead and make me a notice check and see if you can spot anything through that window. Okay, Uh, that is a success. You do notice as uh, Miles pops the door and lets light in through the door at the front, uh, the house sort of illuminates a little bit for you, and you can see that this house has been tossed. It looks like something happened here. You can't get the full extent of it from the window, but you can see furniture is overturned. Uh, It looks like drawers have been pulled out, cabinets have been pulled open. Uh, Definitely, definitely odd. All right, so are you staying in the back, or are you going to try to move back to the front since you see that you can see that miles has cracked the door open?
4: Uh, yeah, go back. Well, they've gotten in. no point in breaking windows back here. Okay. You coming, Henry?
3: Uh, in a minute uh, I'm gonna go I want to check out the shed.
0: <laughs> okay uh, we'll deal with the f- house then first. Uh, Or second, excuse me, we'll deal with the shed first, since that's a smaller area. So, Henry, you make your way over to the shed. This one isn't locked at all. Uh, You open it up? Yep. Okay. Slowly. All right. Inside, you see what looks like a ramshackle sleeping area. It looks like there is a military-style cot. Uh, Looks like there are some bowls for food. Question mark? You're not entirely sure what they're for, but they're set aside on a small table next to the cot, but they don't look like plates or human bowls. They almost look like oversized dog bowls. Uh, You can see that there is a chain inset into the ground, into the concrete pad, that looks like it ends in a collar. And nothing else. No, it's just, besides being dirty, there's nothing else here.
3: Okay. Uh, I'll take my camera out and snap pictures.
0: Okay.
4: I'll say if Jackie saw Henry heading to the shed, she would, you know, shrug and follow him.
0: So yeah, you see the same thing.
3: Uh, dirt floor, no no, like panels or anything that might Conc- be
0: loose. Concrete floor. Concrete floor. Other than that, okay. it looks like pretty bare walls, looks like studs, no insulation, nothing like that, just plywood on boards that's it
3: this is a thick chain for a dog we should keep him back
0: can i give the
4: chain a tug and see if it's like firmly set or
0: yeah let's go ahead and make a strength check let's see how how hard you pull it
4: not very hard i think
0: well nope you got a success uh so the game, this game has a target value of 4 to do something successfully. Uh, you pull on this thing real hard, and uh, it is sturdy. If you had to hazard a guess, this is probably driven several feet into the ground through the concrete. So whatever was hooked up to this, short of being hooked up to a winch on a really large vehicle, it ain't pulling it out.
4: This is, uh, this is... Someone really wanted to keep something in here.
3: It's one way to stop your dog from chasing cars.
4: I don't think you need a chain this tough to stop a dog.
0: Alright, while you guys are doing that, Uh, Miles and the rest of the crew, you open the door to the house, and you see... This the scene of just absolute chaos. Now, Doris, you've been here before and you understand that, you know, Eunice's house was it wasn't big, but she had enough space. She had a living room that she would divide in half one half for her workshop, one half to meet clients. She had a bedroom, a bathroom and a kitchen. Pretty standard fare, but everything looks like it is just torn to sunders. All of her furniture is overthrown. Uh, Looks like everything's been tossed to the floor. Several of her tools and inventions are just thrown everywhere, smashed into pieces. Uh, This is a scene of chaos. If this was your lab, you'd be having a heart attack right about now. Uh, Miles, you get the exact feeling that this is, uh, for no other reason... Uh, post cop inve- intervention because you know damn well that if police were on this scene everything would have been tagged and bagged if it had been this thrown. so this happened after the cops were done
2: Well, the cops did a number on this place didn't they Doris
1: is like yeah yeah, yeah, the, the cops, And she has uh, a pair of those glasses with, like, the little tiny magnifying thing, that glass that comes down. And she's just, like, looking and, like, jotting notes. Like, what what can I find in here? Oh, my God, what devices are in here? Because it's not really her lab, and she didn't really know Eunice that well. She hasn't known her
2: since school, so. Was okay. this uh, a, a one-story home, I take it?
0: Very much so, just a one-story, one-story home. Is
2: there a basement or anything like that?
0: Nope, no basement.
2: Oh, wait. New Orleans. No basements. Yep. Um Okay. Uh, Kat's going to look around, see what she can see.
0: All right. So anybody who's doing any looking around or investigation, I need you to uh, make me a notice check. Uh, and just A notice
2: post. or an investigation check?
0: If you have investigation, you can use investigation.
2: Okay. It's the same guys, but.
0: Okay, Miles, uh... Yeah. He's you... proving why he, uh, was uh, released from the police force as a detective. <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> he
5: rolled a one. <laughs> I, I, th-
0: I will remind you that you can in fact use one of your bennies to reroll that if you so wish.
5: I don't know, I think that's kind of fun for his character.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so for those of you at home, uh, the way that the die system works is heroes get to roll an ability die plus a wild die, and they get to take the higher of the value. Uh... Lothar rolled uh, two ones, which is the lowest you can get on a any die. So, fantastic. Uh, Doris, you don't really notice anything uh, out of the ordinary, aside from everything being tossed. You're a little too upset at everything to really think about it clearly. Catherine, on the other hand, zeroes in on two very unique things. There's a dining room table uh, laid out in the workshop area of the... The room that hasn't been overturned, uh, and it looks like there is a deep scorch mark that goes across it. It's deep, but very thin, uh, and it goes across. And as you follow it, you follow the the mark. You also notice that there's a leather tarp that could be pulled across to basically divide the room so she could hide the workshop from uh, people that were coming to meet for for projects or or for work. Uh, So they couldn't see what she was working on. But you notice that just about perfectly angled with it, uh, if you pull it back, is a scorch mark about the size of a a half dollar through that leather tarp. And when you pull the curtain all the way open, like it's dividing the room, it lines up perfectly across the table where that other scorch mark is. Did
2: they shoot through the tarp? Possibly. Or did they shoot the other way? I'm going to follow the line of the scorch so it's basically w- the tarp at one end and then the scorch that goes across the table. Yep. I'm going to follow the scorch that goes across the table to where it seems like logically somebody would be firing a gun.
0: So, it looks like, as far as the way that the the scorch mark goes, it looks like it's almost angled down towards the far end, away from where the scorch mark in the tarp is. Um, Hmm. It doesn't look like there's anything around here, so it must have hit something, but you can't see any marks past the table. There's nothing in the ground. Like it
2: ricocheted?
0: Maybe. Let's see. Now, hold that thought real quick. Liz... Uh, will, are you and uh, Corey, are you going to stay out there? Or are you going to start heading back towards the house now?
3: I'm going to head back to the house.
4: Uh, same. If we don't see anything else out here, we should see what's inside.
0: Okay. Uh, you enter and you see from, through the front door and you see that the house has been tossed just like before, uh, and you see everybody looking around and looking very keenly uh, at a couple things. You notice that... Uh, Uh, Catherine is zeroing in on what looks like a dining room table. And while you're looking at that, Doris, you do notice something a little bit odd, and this is something you would know. Uh, Eunice was never really into anything other than, like, tech before. She was very much into, like, electromagneticism and things like that when you knew her. But you're not noticing a lot of tools for that anymore. She definitely has some, some of the standard stuff, spanners and and, and the normal, like, voltmeters and things like that, that you would expect to see, that you would have in your shop. But you're noticing that there's a ton of surgical supplies as well. Which is very odd to you.
1: Yeah, she's writing, like, knife? Question mark? Question mark? Instead of, like diamond blade scalpel or whatever because she doesn't know what the hell that is. She's like, what?
0: So now that the uh, now that uh, Henry and uh, Jackie have come in here you guys can look around if you want as well. You can make an investigation or a notice check.
4: I would like to look around the kitchen specifically for any signs of like keeping a dog like Food or things like that?
0: Absolutely. So, you actually don't see anything. This, this is sort of a gimme. You go through all the cupboards. You go through all the everything that's been thrown on the ground. You don't see anything that would indicate dog food. Uh, you don't see anything that would indicate uh, any sort of pet or animal. Oh, yeah, you... But you do notice one thing. On the kitchen counter is a receipt. And it's a receipt written out to one Franklin Woods. And as you look at the paper, the receipt, you notice that there's little burn marks on one of the sides.
4: Like the edges burned or like holes in it?
0: Like the edges are scorched.
4: And it doesn't say anything about what it was? Does it have a dollar amount?
0: Uh, It does. It looks like it was all of $10, which is pretty pretty expensive.
1: Would I have known that name?
0: Doris, you would not. Uh, I'm assuming that Jackie, I'm assuming you announce it to everybody?
4: Yeah, I'll walk back into the main room and say, Hey, Eunice has been spending some money on something.
0: Well, if you look at it, it looks like she wrote the receipt. So somebody spent money for her.
4: Okay. Other way around.
0: Uh, Miles and Henry, you can make a knowledge check. If you don't have knowledge, you can make a pure smarts check to see if you recognize the name. Okay. Henry? Henry? Henry, you have no idea.
3: Never heard of him.
0: Miles, on the other hand, you recognize that name. Uh, Mr. Woods was somebody you interacted with back when you were on the force. He is a very common burglar. uh, Except when you were starting to bust him back in the day, he was just starting to get into weird technology. We're talking like Sonic lockpicks sonic lockpicks uh, devices to help him scale walls, things like that uh, he was trying to get an edge over the other uh, would-be crooks to help make his job a little bit easier
5: okay, so I relay that information to the group feeling like I've actually contributed a little to this investigation
1: huh did you say technology?
5: I did.
2: Where'd he get $10 from? That's a lot of scratch for a common criminal.
5: It's been a lot of years. I'm guessing he really upped the game on what he stole and what he fenced out in the streets.
2: Hmm. Wonder what he was buying. Wonder what she had to sell. Cat's still kind of looking at the scorch marks. Um...
0: so with that, I will make. Uh, I will allow Doris to make another notice check.
1: <laughs> my dice are very small. You
0: can. You can. You can, uh, you can use a Benny.
1: Well, no, because my da- my dice are little, so I'm, I'm probably not going to hit the mark anyway.
0: Well, I mean, it's up to you to try. If you don't, if you don't want to, you don't want to. Uh, you you basically take another look around, and I mean, you see bits of smashed tech. Uh, but looks like really small tech um, probably mostly handheld things but yeah you can't really piece together what they are
2: how high up is the scorch mark that goes through the leather thing
0: uh, it, on an average height person probably about waist level
2: and she was shot through the gut yeah she, she was a hmm. kind of stand where like in front of where it was at and look through the hole is there like a hole in the glass or anything like that like the, the window or, or the wall on the other side
0: no not at all so whatever caused it was inside
2: somebody shot through the leather thing and she must have been standing on the other side of it Because it didn't go through her. Did they even know that they were shooting her?
5: Um, Now that I have the name of the one guy, and since uh, Miles would have busted him back on the police force, would he have known the area he was in, or an address, or if he's from this neighborhood?
0: Yes, actually, Miles would. Uh, Last time you had had any interactions with him, he was in this neighborhood. So he was a couple blocks over. You don't know if he's still there. Uh, you don't know if that's still his address, but the last time you busted him, uh, that's that was his residence, was just a couple streets over from, from here.
4: Should we go have a chat with him? Jackie would like to do a check for, like... Loose floorboards, things like that. Maybe something where someone might have hidden something in the room.
0: Absolutely, you can go ahead and make a uh, investigation check. Oh, no, I investigated everything. I didn't find anything like
4: that. <laughs> I don't have investigation.
0: Uh, notice will work then t- as well. It'll just be a different different target. Oh, yeah. Uh, there are several loose floorboards, uh, but it looks like it's just shoddy construction, not necessarily anybody was trying to hide anything. Uh, doesn't look like they've been regularly moved. You don't see the normal wear and tear on them. Um, but you do notice something as you're digging up, like just kind of rooting around towards where that leather flap is on the ground. Looks like it, for lack of a better term, the remnants of a gun handle. Um, it looks like it's been smashed to pieces, but you can kind of push it together a little bit and see that it looks like something maybe about the size of a 45. And it's made out of a material you've never seen before.
4: Hey, Doris. Yeah, come look at this. Do you know what this is made of? What should I roll to figure that out?
0: You should have a like a weird science skill, or a knowledge uh, physics. I have both, either one. Success. Uh, this is very advanced. Uh, for lack of a better terminology, it is a polymer that has been hard shaped. Something that is not very common these days usually used in what you understand to be military applications. Not something you would expect to see in Doris's, or in your friend's home. Eunice was never really into that sort of side of things.
1: Doris is like, how do I explain this to you? You don't really know anything about weapons, do you? Um... Uh, I think it might be military. It's hard to say. She wasn't really into this, all that much. Um, not sure how to explain this to you. Um, and she just kind of like wanders off. And she, she, she's very. She doesn't quite know how to explain this to these people. <laughs> so it's it's military, probably. Uh, more or less, probably. Um, there are a couple high rollers who may have bankrolled something like this, but it's most likely military, I think. Part of something that may have been used to shoot someone? Well, honey, it's a gun, yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a possibility. <laughs> okay. That's, that's all the
4: explanation we need.
3: I always use my gun for cracking walnuts. But shooting someone, why didn't I think of that sooner? <laughs>
1: <laughs> See, this is why I have trouble explaining things to you.
4: Right. Do we have ourselves a murder weapon? Part of one? Jackie will pick up the handle and pocket it. Does the whole whatever's left the tarp
2: of it look like it was from the bullet of a forty five or
0: No, it honestly like it's scorched. It's not just a hole. It's oh. like like something shot fire.
2: Huh. Huh. More of an explosive. How wide is that scorch mark on the table? Is it, like, a little narrow scorch mark, or is it, like...
0: It's about as wide as a human thumb, like, okay. give or take, but it's long, so, like, it goes from right. one end of the table to the other, and it looks like it's angled so that it gets deeper towards the one side.
2: Can I look under the table and see if I see anything?
0: Sure. Uh, you see the underside of a table. Uh so okay. It looks like some regular debris, it looks like a, uh, a couple overturned chairs, but... Nothing out of the ordinary.
2: Why wouldn't they have moved the table while they were shifting everything else?
0: That is a very good question.
3: Is the table too heavy? Is the table bolted to the wall? Nope. I kind of wiggle the table.
0: Yeah, it moves. It moves pretty freely. It's not exactly a heavy table. Uh, the, the top is, you know, thick enough to support, like, I don't know, a person could sit on it and it won't break, Uh, But it's not exactly heavy like you could flip it over move it around pretty easily any of you could
5: and how um, much of the table is Does the burn go all the way through the table and how long is it set the table is still held together?
0: So the table is about six feet long by about four feet wide the burn mark goes uh, across the four foot section uh, it looks like it goes completely th- from one side to the other. Uh, it looks like it almost punches through at the far end, like the farthest way it went for, uh, end away from the tarp. Uh, but other than that, like it looks like it's just held together with your standard uh, woodworker's joint. Like it's a dovetail set onside the, the table leg, set inside the wood, set inside the bracing. Nothing fancy, nothing special. Have we Is looked
3: at it- the ceiling at all? Can I look at the ceiling? Yeah, Is there it's anything just out of place? Or?
0: No, just uh looks like rafters. Uh nothing too out of the ordinary. It's a it's a small slightly angled roof, uh almost shack-like as far as it goes. Nothing fancy. Uh there's a couple light bulbs hanging from it, like the the wires are hanging down uh with the light bulbs attached to them. Those are still intact. But other than that, nothing really special that you can see and it's the building is is small enough that you could reach up and touch on top of the rafters uh to the top portion of them and you do that you run your hand across them there's dirt, there's dust but nothing else
2: that scorch mark on the table you said that it goes in deeper the farther away it is from
0: the yeah. tarp as if it's as if it was angled down
2: angled down how low would that gun have to have been
0: So if somebody, let's say, you walk over to the tarp, you pull it closed again, and you basically make like a finger gun and you point it at it. But then as you bring your finger down from your chest level, almost Mm -hmm. pointed at the gut, you find this angle of where you could pretty much assume that somebody of average height was sitting back here. And if they fired pointing down slightly, it would line up perfectly.
2: And they were sitting I'm going to look at the chairs again and see if there's anything on the chair, like fabric or bits mm. of stuff.
0: No, these what are pretty pretty threadbare wood chairs. You don't have to roll for this one. Um, oh, okay. No scorch marks, no anything. Looks like a couple of the, uh, the rungs on them may have broken when they were thrown around, but nothing out of the ordinary.
2: I'm going to sit one of them upright and put it where I think it would have to be for the correct angle.
0: You do, and you sit down, and as you sit at the end with the the deepest part of the scorch mark, it looks like it lines up perfectly with your stomach. Okay. What was that, uh, Andrew? Um, Were the other
5: descriptions of the dead bodies the same as this person's?
0: No. So... And Henry would know this. The description of all the other murders have been essentially like somebody brutalized them. They beat them bloody. Uh, Some people had like fingers missing that they were pulled off, still left at the scene. Uh, One person had a full leg torn out of their body. Uh, This is an outlier to all of that. This is this is the odd one out. Okay, so
5: looking for the other. Crime scene houses in the neighborhood isn't necessarily at the next good step to see if there were other attacks like this.
2: Did you guys see anything in the backyard?
3: There was a shed back there with, uh, like food bowls for an animal and a really thick chain.
4: Must like have a been dog. a real, must have been a real mean dog if they were keeping a dog back there. Did Eunice have a dog?
2: I asked Doris.
1: No, none of us were really into anything fuzzy. It's gets in between the gears and stuff. Man, clogs the, up the works. Like a, why would she?
4: Like hmm. a guard dog, maybe, if she was keeping this place safe from something.
3: This chain was thick enough to hold an elephant.
4: But there was no dog back there. No. Did Probably. the did the collar we saw back there look torn or anything?
0: No, it looked like it had just been unclasped. Like, there was definitely, like, a lock port to it. Like, if you've ever seen where you put a padlock through and, like, shut the padlock around something like that, that's what it looks like. It looks like almost like a, a very large version of a manacle.
5: Um, when Miles hears that, he's going to open up the back door, go outside, try investigating again, and see if he can find paw prints or footprints in the backyard.
0: That's a very good idea. You go ahead and make that roll for me, please. Better. Alright,
5: that time he did some investigation.
0: You actually notice uh, just outside of the shed what looks like bare human footprint. Just one, but it's deep. And it's a little bit bigger than your foot.
3: Are you saying bear as in the animal human? Like a hybrid of a bear and a human? No,
0: as in saying? like without a shoe. Okay.
3: It was just a bare foot. Yes. No
5: shoes.
2: Cat's going to go back there.
0: Okay, he's going to
5: call um, Henry over to take a picture of that one.
0: Yeah, you missed sure. this one earlier, Henry. You don't know how you did, but it's, it seems like it's almost clear as day now that, he, that, now that it was pointed out to you by Miles.
3: Yeah, I'll take a couple pictures of that. Do you have anything I'm... to put next to it for like a size comparison? Frame it
0: yeah, you can. Uh, you can actually like take off one of your shoes and lay it next to it and take a photo for size comparison.
3: Perfect.
2: Cat's gonna look at that collar. Does it look like the size of a normal dog collar, or is it noticeably larger or smaller?
0: I mean, you've been in some interesting situations in your past, cat, and this looks like mm-hmm. something that you've seen in some of those weird clubs. Uh, it's it's definitely human sized but big human sized
2: that wasn't a dog back here I'm wondering if this has to do with any of those other cases because if we've got a dog out on the run a wild dog out on the run that would explain a mangled body I don't know what do you guys think what should we do should we go talk um, to
4: that
5: frank guy or yeah, right.
4: how, how familiar would like any of us be with supernatural occurrences? Would Jackie like think of something supernatural as a possible explanation or not?
0: Oh, absolutely, Jackie, you get your power from a supernatural gambling essentially like oh, you yeah that's you, a good point you you literally play against fate uh, to see if you can cast spells or not, so you know damn well that there are. Uh, supernatural entities out there. You've had a few run-ins with them. Doris would as well, as would Miles. Uh, Henry is the skeptic of the the sort of the collective group. You've all seen weird things, and Henry tries to explain them all away. That's why he got into journalism to begin with.
4: Well, if we don't think it's Dog in there, then it's something
5: else. Miles asks uh, Doris, does was she the type of person that would have experimented on humans or tried to make humans bigger?
1: I mean, we weren't really in all the meat stuff. We were into, you know, tech, like gears and guns and things like that. I don't, I don't know what she could have been doing with this.
0: So about this time, you're faithful companion, Jean, who's been very quiet throughout this, will kind of uh, speak up. Well, y'all, it seems like we got uh, a few options. We can go take a look at the bodies, we can go ask the neighborhood, we can go ask the cops, or we can go after that woods fella.
3: I want to try asking the neighbor see if they heard anything around the time.
4: I'd forgotten we had an NPC friend with us. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, he's, he's he's basically here to heal you, and that's about it. Yeah.
2: Maybe maybe we should go talk to the neighbors, play a little nice, nice, see if they've heard anything strange coming from Eunice's house.
5: Miles thinks we should sweep the neighborhood as we head towards woods.
4: I think that's a good idea, Miles. Yeah, that's a good idea.
0: Okay, you all can start heading that way. Uh, you're gonna stop at the neighbors' houses and knock on the doors as you go through.
4: Yeah, you said she was at a dead end. Are there any houses close or adjacent, or is it she's like really, really a dead end?
0: No, there's just no there's no other street connecting to this one except from the one direction. So there's houses. There's definitely neighbors within uh, a couple hundred feet at least. So like. Across the street, there's a house. There's a couple houses down the road. Um, it's not overly built, but there's enough people that you could walk up to a house and, and, and ask. And somebody should be relatively close enough that they would have heard something if something was loud.
5: Whose backyard
0: uh, connects to hers? Hers sort of leads off into almost like a swampy, foresty type area. Like there's no houses behind where she is. It almost seems like a very deliberate choice on her part to have nobody behind her.
4: But are there yards? Are there yards adjacent on either side?
0: Uh, I would say yes. There's at least one uh, adjacent yard for one adjacent home.
2: I want to go knock on that door.
0: All right. A uh, an elderly woman uh, opens the door just a just a crack. What you won't
2: hi I'm Kat I'm with Private Dix we're a detective agency we're just kind of looking into what happened to dear Eunice there did you did you did you know her very well
0: nice lady kept to herself
2: did you ever hear anything strange coming from her place
0: all the damn time like what well I mean and she she uh opens the door a little bit more and kind of looks around at everybody well y'all y'all come in I ain't, I ain't gonna I ain't gonna talk about it out here
2: all right I'll go in
0: and it's your your typical like the house is neat and tidy uh she has some furniture that looks like it's seen better days uh kept up as much as possible she welcomes you in uh and, and says don't 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 touch anything and we'll make this quick but I, of course not co- cops ain't believe me
5: oh There's- really does she
0: have any scotch? Boy, you think I got scotch? I ain't rich.
2: You said the cops didn't believe you. Mm-mm. Well, what'd, you what'd you tell them?
0: Zombies came and got her.
2: Zombies?
0: Mm hmm. They've been ravaging this neighborhood.
2: Really? What
0: How do you long think have they been? Couple How weeks. How long?
2: Have, couple weeks.
0: Yeah, I reported that as soon as the first person went missing. They found that body done beat up. Hmm.
2: You ever hear anything from her house? Any kind of um, howling like a dog?
0: No. Screams sometimes, but no howling.
2: Screams?
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Middle of the day? Mostly at night.
2: Mostly at night. Huh.
0: I figure she was just in one of them sex cults or something.
2: I look at Doris. Not like Eunice? Well, uh...
0: Definitely not like Eunice that you knew.
2: That's a little odd.
0: But I tried to you tell the cops, and they 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 tell me they ain't no such thing as zombies. Well... I've been in these swamps 70 years. Tell me there ain't no zombies.
2: It's Next thing you're gonna you tell seen- them?
0: Next thing you know first they're gonna time, tell me they ain't no Jesus Christ either.
2: Is this the first time you've seen zombies around here?
0: Oh no. Them red hooded no. them red hooded bastards, every now and then they get a little honorary. they uh they summon them up. They've been doing that for years.
2: Red hooded bastards.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh if, if anybody who has knowledge occult or wants to make a smarts check, you can roll now and see how much you know about them. Uh If you don't have I knowledge don't. occult, you can just go straight smarts.
4: <laughs> we don't know much. <laughs> yeah.
2: Was it just Jackie and me that rolled?
0: Any anybody can.
2: Oh, Corey rolled. Hey, there we go. Corey got some. Uh, yes,
0: yeah. He Miles is just taking hard work for it. Mm. So Henry, you would know about these folks. Uh, there are Uh, it's essentially a cabal of what are self-proclaimed necromancers and voodoo artists uh, that affectionately refer to themselves as the red hand. Uh, They practice rituals for money. Uh, This sounds like something that if they, you know, you've had interactions with some people that have claimed to be from that group, but you've always dealt with it with a healthy sense of skepticism. You've never seen anything that any of them have done that you can't explain away. Uh, Except for one time, you still don't know how they did it, but it looked like they had brought somebody back from the dead. Um, just that once, and it's the only thing that ever happened that you can't explain, uh, but you're confident there is a medical explanation for what they did. Uh, some combination of herbs or something, but they've been essentially a gang uh, for, for the last several decades. They came over mostly comprised of uh, Haitian immigrants settled here. Uh, And they brought that certain instead of hoodoo, they practice what is known as voodoo, Uh, very malicious intent. And they definitely shake down the areas they go through. They they charge protection money from some of the local areas. uh, But nobody's ever been able to get anything to stick on any of them. Uh, But anybody who knows anything about the supernatural communities, quote unquote, uh, fears them for the most part.
3: Hmm. Alright, okay. Yeah, I've heard of those fellas. Uh, I don't know anything about zombies, it's just trying to shake you down, run you off your land, get a house for cheap, probably. Might as well All stay. Right. Santa Claus was coming and knocking on your door every day.
0: Well, why are I those boys mean. gonna want dirt farm like around here? We ain't got no money to shake down. We ain't got no property to sell.
2: I kind of lean in a little bit. You, you think Eunice was involved with them? I don't know. Did you talk to her much, or she keep to herself?
0: Lady Dunn kept to herself. Uh, People always coming and going, though.
2: Oh, really? How often?
0: At least once a day. She, uh... She seemed to help people with their mechanical stuff, too. Like, cars breaking down, fans dying, lights going out, electricity being on the fritz. She helped the neighborhood whenever she could. But... I just assume people going in there paying for her services. I ain't never need her. What those a...
2: people look like. Just running the mill everyday people?
0: For the most part, she runs through a couple of descriptions, and then she describes Frank Woods, which Miles would key in on. Younger... It, probably in his mid-30s at this point. Uh, tall, lanky, slick back, dark hair, always in what a $3 suit. Um always thinking he was fancier than everybody else in the area. Definitely fits that description.
5: When did you uh, last see him around?
0: Uh, She pinpoints the day of the murder.
3: Mm. Mighty suspicious, all right.
2: Mighty suspicious. Well, thank you You very much, ma'am. Did you
4: tell the cops about that guy?
0: You bet I did. Did What'd they say? They said they'd look into it, but I know the cops are around here. They ain't looking at anything.
5: Mm. What did what did you see him um, carrying in or out that day?
0: It was like a little bag, like maybe like a briefcase, something like that.
2: Did he leave with it or did he come with it?
0: Mm hmm. He left with that.
2: But he didn't bring it with him. No, he, he just he, picked it up.
0: He brought it with him. He walked in with it. Oh, he walked okay. out with it too.
2: Okay. Wonder if that's what that ten dollars was for.
4: We know uh, do, we know Eunice had something of value. you
2: ever hear any gunshots that day?
0: Gunshots, no. Sounded like a electricity like pop though. You ever seen it hear like a light bulb go boom? Yeah. I mean, one really? loud as one loud as a bell.
2: Did it put out any of the electricity around here or anything like that, or just
0: no? Ain't no lights flickering. Just what a time
2: bit. was it when you heard that?
0: Oh, um, about early afternoonish.
2: Was it while Woods was there, or uh,
0: mm-hmm. after? Sure Bobby was. was there?
2: Yeah, we need to go have a words with Woods. Pick. Thank you very much, ma'am. You've been very helpful. We'll see what we could do about the zombie problem, too. Okay?
0: Alright, you do that, because I ain't want none of them pulling up my flowers.
2: Mm-mm. No, ma'am.
5: Those are some good-looking flowers.
0: Thank you, young man. Now y'all be safe out there. Don't get bit.
2: Thank you. And I leave. Zombies. So unscientific. Is there a better word than zombies? Reanimated corpses?
5: Walking undead.
2: Uh, walking undead. <laughs> we'll wondering that. if that's the kind of thing that a girl would have chained up in her backyard.
4: I mean, preferably not, but something back there. Doris, you said she was mostly
2: into mechanical stuff. Yeah?
1: Well, yeah, but in these times, you do what you can, and maybe that was
2: what she learned. Was there anything electric back at back at her place that you found? Is there a roll that I need to make for that?
0: No, you didn't notice anything out of the ordinary. Um,
2: you just noticed there were surgical tools.
0: Yes, that's the one thing that didn't fit with everything else is the addition of surgical tools. Very clearly surgical tools.
2: Did you tell us about that?
1: Um, I think I at one point I held one up and was like guys, do you know what this is? And it was like a scalpel and it's obviously like a scalpel but I'm just
2: not into the meat space kind of thing.
0: Yeah, so Something
2: it tells it, me she Gone from experimenting on metal to experimenting on people, because unless she was real kinky, I don't think those screams were a good sign. We should go find Woods. I think we'll get more answers out of there. Yeah,
1: some answers at least around here.
0: All right, Miles, uh, Miles knows the the last uh, address known that he knew for it um, so y'all can make your way over there uh, and you do notice that as you make your way over and it's only a couple blocks away uh, the houses get noticeably nicer um, it looks like it's getting closer towards the center of the city uh, probably just a little, I, I hate to say a little bit richer area of the Treme but like that's pretty much what it is and uh, you come to his house, and it is definitely the nicest out of everything that you've seen so far. Uh, the wood is painted. It doesn't look like it's rotting. Everything looks like it's it's well-maintained. He actually has shrubbery in a yard and and, and and things like that that are, look like they're well-maintained. Uh, and it looks like, unlike the other houses, this is a two-story affair.
2: Woods definitely has some scratch he's working with. Mm-hmm.
3: Up on the world since.
2: Uh... Well, Miles, you know him. Why don't you go give the door a knock?
5: Yeah, we didn't exactly meet on good terms, though.
2: Okay. Fine then. I'll go knock on the door.
0: <laughs> All right, you go knock on the door. Uh, mm-hmm. And a well-dressed man. After a few moments, uh, answers the door. Hair slicked back, skinny, nice suit. Good Hi. afternoon. What can I do for you?
2: I'm looking for Frank Woods.
0: Well, pretty thing, you you done found him. What can I do for you? And he leans against the door jamb and let's see if he notices.
4: Ooh. And
0: he he locks eyes with Miles. Hail. All right, what do you want?
5: Miles puts up his hand and says, Hey, I ain't the same miles you used to know. I'm no longer with the police.
0: Yeah, everybody knows you ain't with the cops anymore.
2: We just have a few questions for you, if you don't mind. I flashed my most winning smile.
0: Uh, Let's see. You might actually be able to coerce him. Actually, why don't you go ahead and make me a persuasion check?
4: Sure.
0: <laughs> Success with the raise. Well, you know what? I'll make an exception. But uh, nobody touch anything.
2: Of course not. Hey, We're welcome. in polite society.
0: Yep. Yeah, I'll come in. She he comes in. Leads you over to a little sitting room. It's got a few couches, some nice plush chairs. Anybody all want a drink?
5: Yes, Smiles definitely does. And he knows this guy's got the good stuff.
0: I'll pull you the good oh, scotch, fine. but you're going to answer a question for me real quick then, Maz. You ain't here for anything uh, official-like. He
5: puts up his hand. He said, I told you, I'm no longer with the police. I can't make an arrest.
0: Alright, he pours you a uh, 18-year-old scotch.
5: Jackie wants in on this.
0: Yeah, I'll pour <laughs> a little for you guys. So, uh, what brings y'all to a uh, humble businessman's abode?
2: What was Eunice's last name again? Mornier. You happen to know uh, Eunice Mornier?
0: Sure, everybody did.
2: Everybody did.
0: Yeah, shame what happened to her.
2: You know what happened to her? Yeah, she died. See, that's the thing. Neighbor lady says she saw you over at her house on the day she died.
0: Well, I was over there earlier in the day for sure.
2: And what were you over there for?
0: Well, I had some mechanical problems I needed her to fix.
4: What kind of mechanical problems? What kind of mechanical problems? Ten dollars all of a sudden. Ten dollars worth of mechanical problems—that's a lot of mechanical
0: problems. That sounds a whole lot like accusations coming into my home, and no, I've been more than gracious. No
2: accusations. No accusations here, sir. We're
0: just curious.
2: We're just curious and trying to figure out what happened to Eunice, as she's a friend of a friend.
0: Well, she built me a device several years ago that had a very particular purpose. I can't, I'm not going to say too much more about it because that would be incriminating. And I am an honest man. But it broke. I went to go pay her to fix it.
2: Was it, uh,. Electrical in nature.
0: No, it was yes.
2: Do you do you still have the item in question?
0: I do. She fixed it for me.
2: Can I see it? Nope. Can I see it? Nope. Ah. See, Mister Woods. We found some stuff at Eunice's house. Some scorch marks, a hole in a tarp. Looks like she had some kind of an electrical accident, and I'm just wondering.
0: She's into weird science and all that other Mm. weird stuff, so, I mean, accidents happen, right?
2: That she is. And the neighbor said she heard a popping sound coming from that place.
0: Well, wouldn't surprise me. Uh, Everybody can go ahead and make a notice check. (laughs) <laughs> okay, uh Catherine, Jackie and Henry, you notice he's sweating. He's got definite visible signs of distress. His voice is pretty smooth. He hasn't really changed his tone or anything like that. Uh but something something's making him real uncomfortable with your line of your line of questioning.
3: Now, sir, you look a mite antsy. What um What's got your skin all up prickling?
0: I'm uh, sure I don't know what you're talking about.
2: Aw, oh, Henry. Now, we're just having some banter, that's all. Aren't we, sir? And I give him another smile.
0: <laughs> he smiles right back.
2: Do you know offhand, she says, kind of like running her finger around the rim of scotch glass, do you know had a dog
0: mm, no I ain't never seen no dog at her place
2: no dog at all huh
0: Mm-mm. you
2: ever you ever hear anything coming from her place
0: oh my dear this is for me weird noises are all the time but I don't know about her place in particular
2: mm. cause she had she had uh, food bowls and, and, and a collar in her backyard in the shed but he, uh, we couldn't find a dog anywhere at all.
0: As you start saying that, like, he drops the glass a little bit, like he stumbles. What'd you say?
2: I said she had a chain in the backyard with a collar. And bowls for a dog. But we couldn't find a dog anywhere. No dog to be found.
0: Well, well, maybe she had a secret dog. I don't know.
4: You seem awfully worried about this secret dog.
0: Okay, so at this point, we're reaching an impasse. I'm going to need somebody to do something particular. Uh, So take a look at your skills and how you would like to try to coerce him to go further, because he seems like he's shutting down.
2: Mm.
0: So you could try another Persuasion. You could try Intimidation.
5: Miles... Noticing that says, uh, says, look, we we both know she didn't have a dog. There, there's something, there's something bigger going on here. We're just we're circling around the truth here. What do you know about zombies?
0: All right. Are you gonna make a? Uh, are you gonna try to intimidate him into that, or are you gonna to try to persuade him to open up on that one?
5: All right. I got. Um... Let's go with. Uh... Let's go with intimidation on this. Okay. Go ahead and make a
0: intimidation roll for me, please. I don't know why it rolled twice
5: there. That first one was terrible.
0: Would you like to use you- a Benny?
2: This is probably a good situation in which to use the Benny. Okay,
5: I'm attempting to use a Benny to, to use that second roll.
0: Uh, okay, I so you, if you I, if you click on it, it should open up a tray that has all three. Yep. And you can just click on and drag one to the table. There you go. There we go. And now it's burned.
5: All okay, right. So how do I
0: close that tray? Click it. Yeah. Yep. Go. Perfect. Beautiful. All right. Uh, so we'll take your second roll, which is a success. Listen, I want no trouble, but uh, that woman was into some weird stuff. Weird stuff. Weirder than I thought. Talking about zombies, I think she was into them. And I think one of those things is hunting people.
2: I wouldn't be surprised.
0: Listen, I... It was an accident, alright? And he sits down and he slumps. I went over for some work to get it done. She had all these shiny things. I just couldn't keep my hands off of it. One of them blew up. And she got shot but I got a record. I couldn't stay and talk to the cops. It was an accident. I ran.
2: Cap puts a hand on his shoulder.
0: But it was after that that was the weird thing.
2: What happened after?
0: There was a body on a table. A body? Bigger than me. Bigger than any of you. Looked like it was stitched together. Oh, boy. Did it move? Well, no. Not when I was there. But when I went back the next... I went back the next night. After the cops were done. Trying to find my receipt. I knew if they saw my name on there, I'd be gone. But the body wasn't there anymore. Cops ain't saying nothing about it. Ain't nobody saying anything about it. But people talking about zombies, I think that thing got off the table instead of hunting.
2: Sounds like you might just be right, Frank. Look. I'm not gonna hold this against you. An accident is an accident after all. But. I think maybe you've got some things to put to rights. And you got some things to think about because accident I, or not, you were responsible.
0: I'll tell you what I know. All right. But I can't go back. I can't go back to prison. The, accident or not, they're going to pin everything on me. You know it. He looks at Miles. You know it. I got a record. The minute my name pops up, they're going to pin all those other murders on me, and it ain't me.
2: You tell us what you know, we'll leave. And we'll pretend we never
4: had this conversation. Frank, you tossed that house? I don't care if you did. I just want to know if you did it, or were looking for someone else.
0: I did. I was looking for the receipt with my name on it. I lost it when I ran out. Couldn't find the damn thing.
5: Uh, we still have the receipt with us, right
0: unless uh That's true
4: i'd I'd picked it up and held it up for everyone, so I would say I would say, you, I would say you kept would... it unless
0: you decided not to for some reason yeah
4: i'll I'll pull it out of my pocket or wherever and hand it to him
2: <sighs> Now, we just did you a big, big favor, Frank. maybe you should do one for us what do you know
0: neighborhood's been talking they've seen things they seen the patchwork man same thing i saw on that table they say it's going around and it's going around in this area and it's angry and it's hurting people cops don't believe no one well, a bunch of the neighbors, they told him. They told him that something, something's hurting people. Something's hunting people. They keep saying it's the damn heat that's killing folks. It ain't no heat. This ain't the I hottest Norland's at, ever been.
2: I, I look at Henry and raise my eyebrow.
3: <laughs> it's a mighty strange heat wave we've got going on.
0: But people around here, we believe in the reality of the world. Not like those folks that live downtown with their clean buildings and rigid life. We know there's magic in these swamps. We all seen it. Cops they don't want to believe it because they can't shoot it. I think it's this thing. I think whatever she was into when she died, it got loose. I think that chain in that backyard was to keep that thing from going haywire. I don't know what it is. I don't wanna know what it is. But I know it hunts at night. Every single, every single person every single person in the neighborhood knows to be indoors by nighttime. And sometimes I don't help.
2: Has it been every night since every, she was gone? Every night. It's looking for her, maybe. We're looking for her. Who killed her?
0: He starts shaking a little bit. He's like, I, I think it's looking for me.
2: Yeah. Well, you should just stay indoors then, Frank. Make sure you lock the door tight.
5: The, um... The thing you were taking to have her fix, that... Is that what ultimately killed her? That burned her?
0: No. No. I mean, she... It's a lockpick. It's a sonic lockpick. I'll show you. And he he goes into the other room, comes back with his briefcase, opens it up. And there's a little device that almost looks like a mechanical spider. Uh, And he sets it down and he winds it up and lets it go. And it walks over to, uh, like, a a shiffer robe that has a lock on it, attaches itself to the lock, makes some whirring noises, and then as soon as it's done, Ding! Tops off, walks back over to the briefcase and lays back down.
2: Well now that's a handy toy. <gasps> Can I see it?
0: Well sure.
1: I mean touch it. And yeah. took notes. And 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 she pulls the, the little magnifying glass down and she's just very excited.
0: Yeah, and Doris, you, you this is actually a really fine piece of machinery. Uh very elegant, uh very nice, very well crafted. It doesn't have any sort of intelligence or anything like that It has a a homing feature So once it's done It looks like there's a little plate in the briefcase That it goes back to, to sit on Uh, It looks like it's done with like Magnets of some type To tell it how far away it is But it's a real nice piece of machinery You you spent about maybe 20 minutes with it, you could build one of these In your sleep now
1: Heck yeah How long ago did you say She made this for you?
0: Five years ago? Six years ago?
1: Unfortunately, that's plenty of time to switch professions. Mm.
0: Like Mm. I said, I don't know what she was into, but I don't want to know.
2: Do you know anybody else that she spoke to or had business with?
0: Everybody in the neighborhood.
2: Anyone in particular?
0: No. No one out of the ordinary. At least not that we saw
2: None of those red hoods?
0: He drops his glass. What?
2: You know what I said.
0: Listen, lady, I ain't seen them. I ain't want nothing to do with them. They're bad Neither news. Neither do
2: I, but if Eunice had something to do with them, well then maybe that's an important point.
0: If she was, she didn't broadcast it, but if she does some weird flesh crafting stuff... Maybe. She had to learn from somewhere and it sure as hell wasn't the university.
2: Right. You got any other information for us, Frank?
0: Listen, I... I ain't got nothing else. But she was good people. She didn't care what anybody was. She treated them all the same. Treated us all the same. Business and people. I ain't going to pretend I'm a virtuous man. I steal things for a living. I know I do. But I ain't never hurt nobody. She ain't never hurt nobody that I knew. And in this area, ain't nobody help us. We help each other. Her death hurts. And I feel bad. I feel so bad. So if I can make this right, if I can help, you let me know. I'll do what I can, but I ain't going back to jail.
2: We may take you up on that, Frank. And no, you're not going back to jail. Not if I have anything to say about it. And I kind of look
5: back at the group. Miles just shrugs, shakes his
0: head. He visibly relaxes. And he actually starts to cry a little bit. Now Miles, you know you've known him. He's never had a violent crime in his entire life. And uh anybody who has any sort of empathy knows that he's hurting he's hurting real bad.
2: Doris, you all right with looking the other way? As long as you got time with that little spider there.
1: Yeah, but that, that that's more than a fair trade, I would say. I think I, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do you have anything up? <laughs> Do you have anything else cool?
0: I mean, she was working on a set of gloves for me so I could climb walls, but she didn't finish them. Yeah uh, and she? he hands you yeah. he hands you uh, like a real like shoddily made blueprint that she put together. It looks like it's made out of like whatever paper she had on hand. It's coffee stained and wrinkled and and singed all over the place. It looks like very similar to how you keep notes when you're in the middle of a project. Uh, but this is actually something you might be able to finish. Uh, ostensibly, it would wind up being a new power for you. You could theoretically give yourself Spider Climb.
1: Sick. I didn't really intend. I mean, I, I, I'll i keep your secret, of course. I mean, but I, this is cool.
5: Thank you.
0: Well, I mean, maybe a little piece of her can live on if you can make her tech work, I guess.
5: Miles asked, but there is no fire gun that you were have or she was working on?
0: No. What blew up, it looked like it looked like a microphone with a handle. I picked it up and it just went off. It exploded. And he takes his hand and he holds it up and you can see there's like scarring on his right hand. It discharged and went through her. Not not mm. into her. Through her. Did
1: we did we take the uh the
4: handle from the scene? Jackie has it. Jackie'll fish it out of her pocket or wherever she's keeping it. Is this part of the thing?
0: Yep, that's it. What did the
5: microphone part look like?
0: He describes what looks like the like the old school ribbon mics that have like the cage around them with the grill. Uh mm. And it has, like, the, the sort of almost bulbous end. That's what it looked like to him. Uh, and it looked like the handle came off on it like you would expect on one of the long sides so that it could be aimed uh, and shot. So, Doris, you can actually make a weird science roll now that he's been describing it. Yeah, it sounds like something that Eustace was working on back when you guys were in school. Uh, she wanted to make a microwave gun. She wanted to make something that would actually supercharge uh, particles to create heat at a distance. Uh, Whether it was to melt doors or reheat last night's leftovers, uh, it was supposed to be variable. It was a project she never could get right. Uh, She can never get it working properly. Uh, And it's one that you lost interest in helping with early on because the physics was never sound. It was always more dangerous than the end product would have possibly been worth.
1: I always told her that was folly. She's never listened.
2: Hmm. All right. Well, sounds like we've got maybe some hunting to do.
0: Well, like I said, the thing the thing comes out at night. I don't know where it's holed up. I ain't leave the house at night. I ain't about to, to I ain't caught with that. But if y'all can put that thing down, you're going to save a lot of people.
2: Sounds like we've got work to do, folks. I finish off the scotch.
1: (laughs) I sure do. And I start looking more closely at the climbing glove blueprints.
4: Work to do and still nobody paying us for it.
0: Oh, well, y'all want money? Well, shit. And he walks up he gets up and he wipes his eyes and straightens his tie and walks out of the room, comes back with a stack of bills, throws it on the table.
2: I'd say that's fair. Tell you what.
0: There's seven hundred and fifty dollars in cash.
2: Holy crap. <laughs> now, sir, where would you um, get a has... pile
3: of money like that?
0: Don't ask questions oh, you don't want money. answers to. <laughs>
2: think we need to be asking him where he got it from i think we just need to be tell you what you give us half that now we'll go take care of the patchwork man for you come back
4: for the other half
0: uh what were were you saying what were you saying liz i want to hear what you said first
4: jackie's just staring at money saying well now now this case has my undivided attention."
0: well you all take it all right now. That's fine with me. He looks at Miles. We ain't always be on the same side, but I trust him. He ain't never did wrong by me.
2: All right, then. Take the money.
0: (laughs) All right, so you guys have some decisions to make. You have an idea of what it is you're dealing with. How do you guys want to go about trying to track it and or defeat it?
5: Miles has kind of a moral dilemma there. He was thinking of using Woods as bait for the uh, the creature, but him paying us all that money, he's now kind of a client, and you don't want to use a client as bait. And is wondering, is that why he paid us that way to make sure we don't do anything like that?
0: Do you say that out loud?
5: He would probably, sh- yeah, he would share that with the group. Like what? while
2: we're at Woods's place, or when we uh, go no, back no, to no. the office? outside,
5: outside. Let's Not let's go back to him. the.
2: Let's take the money back to the office and have a discussion there. How's that?
0: <laughs> I mean, Jean Jean would speak up at that point and be like, "Well, he all he feels guilty. He'd probably he do it if, it if you asked him.
2: Mighty guilty.
1: Well, maybe we just. He need did to say, say
2: he he did say if if he could help us, he would.
1: Maybe we just need a scent, though. like Maybe like a, a, a handkerchief for old dirty
4: laundry or something like that. Where... where Do we have any idea where the deaths are centered on? Like, are they in a specific regional? Like, do we have a map with all of the deaths on it?
0: So, Jean will actually grab a map of the city from the wall, bring it over to the table and throw it down, and y'all can start putting pins in it. And you notice if, if you consider Eustace's the first death, it spirals out from there in an increasingly wide net
2: is it an actual like spiral spiral
0: more or less it's not exactly perfect whatever this is thing, there a
2: pattern to it
0: yes it, it like how how do i how do i phrase this miles would recognize this as a similar tactic to what like police would use if they were canvassing an area they would pick a central point and sort of fan out from there. But it's far less clean. Uh, If you connect the lines, they're not exactly straight or or clean. They're sort of staggered and all over the place. But you can chart where it looks like every time there's been a murder, it looks like it's further out from Mornier's house.
2: These people that have been murdered, have they all been men?
0: No, some have been women. Um, okay. so, but they've all been people that have been coming home from work at night
5: okay alright Miles' next question is uh, he's pretty th- sure that the weapon was that went off and killed her was probably used was needed to take down that type of creature so he's going to ask Doris uh, can you make a weapon similar to what she had, but a safe version?
0: So, you technically already have that. <laughs> so, she was working on microwave guns, Doris. You have a plasma gun. Uh, it is essentially your sidearm that has a proton pack uh, that you hook up to that gives you what is essentially called the burst power. Um, it's a very powerful weapon uh, that you can use pretty safely. Uh, but instead of using microwaves, it uses supercharged plasma. So you technically already have it.
1: Yeah, you got it. it, it looks like this. Um, I can shoot it. Uh, I'm, I'm not gonna right now. I and then I kind of like set it on the table to make sure that it doesn't go off because that's the kind of thing that I would do: fiddle with it and then make it go off. But
0: yeah, and this thing looks so... like look like a base ray gun, like, straight out of the cereal pulps.
1: I told you microwaves were not the way to go. It's plasma. It's plasma. Come on.
4: Has any of us actually seen a zombie or anything like a zombie? Do we know what kills a zombie? Uh,
0: if anybody has knowledge of cult, y'all can roll. If not, you can make a straight smarts check. Oh, Jackie! You know, you absolutely know. Oh. So that is a success with a raise, uh, Jackie. As you're saying that out loud, you remember, actually, some interactions you had with a couple Hogans in the past, and some conversations you've had late night over a bottle of whiskey with Jean. Uh, zombies technically are still people. Uh, there are two types of zombies. There's reanimated corpses and, and people that have had their minds blanked. Um, if it's a person who's had their mind blank, all of the normal stuff that would kill a human will kill them, no problem. If it's somebody that's raised from the dead, the problem is they can't feel pain. Uh, so the only surefire way that you know of to take a zombie out is to take its head off. Because once that connection is severed, everything else just goes to, to just completely out. Or if it's being done through magical means, finding what's called the drummer. Zombie hearts don't beat. Uh, They need something to sort of keep the beat, keep the pace as if it was still alive. It's what tricks the body into thinking and still moving. Um, If you can find the source of that beat and destroy it or disrupt it, the zombie will basically fall apart. So either you have to take its head off or find the source of where the beat is. That's being its artificial heart.
2: But it could be anywhere.
0: You know it has to be close, usually within a couple hundred feet.
2: Okay. So is it is it something that's actually in the zombie or it's something like separate?
0: That's a very good question, Catherine. And as you say that out loud, Jean would say, could be either. Huh if well if she was playing around this, with surgical stuff it might be inside of that thing
2: looking at this map he's been circling around wider and wider if he had something that was either he's carrying it with him or it's inside him cuz that's not a mind blank that's somebody stitched together out of part. all right we need to come up with a plan here. I'm going to look at the map. Just looking at the map and judging the spiral, can we can we kind of, like, conjecture where the next strike would happen?
0: Yes. Uh, it looks like it will happen about... maybe f- ten houses down from woods Ooh. in that general area, if you had to guess.
2: Okay. All right. So... I think, I think the idea of, of getting something that, that the zombie could smell might might be a good idea. Who was it that came up with that? Was that Doris? Or was that Jackie? I
0: think that, was, I think that was Miles.
2: I think that was, was that Miles? Oh, okay. Taking, taking something that, that, that... Like some dirty laundry or something.
0: That's now, a Jack- good idea. Jackie would know this, um, at least from her zombie studies. I guess for better lack of a better way to put it, they don't necessarily smell or hear like normal people do, but they do see. Oh. So Jean, uh, Jean speaks up. He's like, "Y'all won't put the Clad as bait, but uh, why don't I go borrow one of his suits?"
2: Oh, Jean.
0: What, well, better Are me than him? Sure
4: about... well, Hell we... no,
0: I ain't sure. I'm counting on y'all we... to put that thing down.
4: Uh-huh. We want the zombie to come to us anyway. We're gonna be in the middle of this zombie thing, so...
1: Maybe we make the cop or the mouth do it instead of the healer, though?
4: Who's, who's the closest in build to Franklin?
0: Miles would probably be the closest in build. Yep, that's what I'm thinking too.
5: And um I don't know that we really need that. I wear suits and it looks like it goes after anyone who just happens to be out and about that area at that time.
2: Coming home from work wearing a suit. Indeed. All right. Miles, you all right with putting on some of Frank's clothes?
0: Let's do this.
2: Let's go talk to Frank. See if we can borrow some of his things.
0: Yeah, for the sake of, of speed, we'll uh, you guys get to Frank's place. You explain the plan. He thinks you all are crazy, but he gives you one of his suits. Uh, he gives you the suit that he was wearing the day Doris died. Um, he thinks that it might help if this thing was actually conscious. It might recognize it, and he he'll walk over to Miles and just put his hand on his shoulder. don't die
2: don't plan on it we don't intend to let him
3: oh don't die shoot I was a little upset and to die. it's a good thing you spoke up
0: well shit I ain't <laughs> paying you to die now am I
3: <laughs> Frank you stay here make
2: sure you're <laughs> lock the front door lock the back door go upstairs lock that door and don't come out for anything, because judging from the attacks, he's going to be somewhere nearby.
0: Uh, and he'll turn to Doris and hand you the sonic lockpick in the briefcase. I'm all to lock up, but if y'all need to get in, use that. And uh,
1: <sighs> She's very excited.
0: He walks over to the fireplace, reaches into the fireplace, and pulls out a shotgun rack some shells in it and he goes I can at least do that if y'all get in trouble get here and uh I'll work on an alibi for everyone
4: if you see that thing coming Frank you want to take off its head
0: duly noted ma'am
2: alright looks like we've got patchwork man to hunt down Let's go.
0: Okay, so how are you guys going to go about doing this? Are you going to kind of scope out the area or are you going to set up a um, blind or a trap or something like that?
4: Are there uh, any houses in the area that are no one's living in them? Like, is there a nice house for sale or something?
0: Uh, I mean, there are several vacant homes roughly in that area. The Treme is not exactly well-to-do, and people come and go as uh, just a matter of course. Anybody who can make enough money to get out gets out. Uh, so there's so we a couple can have of,
2: miles. Pretend to be coming home to one of the empty places.
0: Absolutely.
4: And I think we we set ourselves up some way that we have a clear, clear shot, clear attack on this thing.
0: Yeah, you guys have a, a, a house in particular in mind. It looks like it doesn't have any immediate neighbors. Uh, it's a mm-hmm. simple one-story affair, very much like uh, the Morinar estate. Uh, it's got enough of a overgrown yard that you could probably hide in the bushes in almost like hunter's blinds, and if Miles goes up to the door and this thing attacks, you could probably get it from multiple angles.
2: Sounds like a plan.
0: Okay, but mostly
5: Miles wants doors within uh, range of him, and also he wants to make sure that uh, Henry is not eyeshot so he he'll become a believer.
0: All right,
2: Henry, you better be ready with that camera.
3: You better be ready with that proof. I don't still don't believe what y'all are talking about zombies. <laughs>
0: Okay, you guys make your way over and set your, set your, uh, ambush aside, uh, and evening starts to set in, you see the sun start to set, the sky starts to shift colors from the bright, bluish, whitish sky of, uh, a clear summer day in the south. The haze starts to dissipate. Uh, you start to hear the crickets and the, the critters of the evening and the, the frogs start to sort of uh, sing their song of the evening. Is there anything you want to do before the plan is engaged?
4: Um, I'm thinking I might want to look around inside the house. I mean, I we sure can get into the house because we've got the lockpick thing.
0: Oh yeah and no just, you, you can walk right in
4: okay and just see is there a good place to hide in here is there any way I don't know if this would be the best place to set up a defense but could we like could someone be in a window or something
0: yeah there's a if from the front door there's a sitting room and a living room off to either side of it that have windows that look out into the very small rickety porch so people could be holed up inside of here and You could crack open the windows or bust through them if you needed to. And like I said, there's several bushes and and trees and stuff that you could hide in or behind.
2: Cat's gonna go up a tree.
0: (laughs) Okay. I...
4: I have no idea how my attacks work. Do I? Can I assume that I can do something at range?
0: So, on your character sheet, you should have a shooting, I believe. So you Like, can sh- I
4: see a switchblade.
0: Yeah, so you can do that. You also have what's called under skills. Well, you oh, also sorry. have what's called bolt, which is essentially magic missile. Uh, so, at range, you can literally cast bolt and light this thing up if you needed to.
4: And the shooting thing would be for, like, shooting a gun? Yes. Okay. Do we have anything we could take this thing's head off with, except for bullets?
0: I mean, you could literally take anything that you could grab onto it, any weapons you have. Uh, Regular weapons will work. You can also use any magic that you have, which, again, you have Bolt, uh, which, in theory, could snap its head off if you decided to. Uh, and there's
2: the whole uh, plasma gun thing,
1: too. And there's too. the whole
0: plasma gun thing that you have.
1: Well, yeah, but, I mean, you said no gun, and it's kind of a gun, so I didn't want to paint anything. And she just kind of looked down.
0: Yeah, Miles has a pretty big, uh, he's got a Colt 1911 that he can use. I think even Henry has a gun. No, Henry does not. No gun.
4: He's got oh, Henry camera. has his health. Powerful.
2: So basic yeah. plan. Aim for the head.
4: Yeah, I don't think I have a gun.
0: No, because you are your gun.
4: Okay. Is there any limit to how many times I can cast fold?
0: Traditionally, there would be, but for today's purposes, nah.
4: I got it. Alright, I'm up a tree. Where's the rest of y'all going? Jackie's gonna be in the house. Whatever window has the best line to the porch. Okay. If there's a window that good lines the road and the porch, probably so.
1: Doris will be there too, I guess. She would probably try to climb a tree and fall. And (laughs) (laughs) then. Okay. Yeah, nature's not exactly
0: your strong suit. Uh, Henry, where are you going to be?
3: Uh, I'm going to wait wherever I can get the best picture, okay. but not so close that I'm in you know the line of fire. Any?
0: I mean, you could be in the house too if you want. Not a big deal.
4: Oh, get in the bushes or bushes. If every if everyone's going to be in the house, Jackie's going to go out and hide in the yard because it doesn't make sense if we're all clustered in one spot
0: even uh Jean will will hole up in one of the bushes too with you so this way he can get to anybody if anybody really needs healing okay
1: I need to be in the house because I need a clear line of sight because I am a terrible shot good luck miles I won't hit you <laughs>
5: this- He's just going to be kind of pacing outside, one hand on his colt, the other sweaty hand kind of reaches up and strokes his face every so often.
0: Okay. All right, so as evening sets in, you start to hear the sounds of the city not too far away from you as people start to close up shop or start heading away from their day jobs and starting to head home. Uh, So it's not too unnatural for you to start walking back towards this house as planned. Uh, Miles, you notice as you're walking, you get maybe a couple houses away, that the crickets and the bullfrogs stop their song. Everything goes a little eerily quiet, and the only sound you currently hear is the sound of your own shoes against the pavement. Uh, What little of it there is here. You look around, you don't see anything, but the hairs on the back of your neck start to stand up on end just a little bit. Something you feel is watching you. You get closer towards the house and that feeling hasn't gone away. Uh, So I want you to go ahead and make me a notice check, please. You can't see anything yet. You know something is there, and you tense, and you're ready, but you can't pinpoint where it's coming from. And as you make your way starting up the little walkway that heads to the door, everybody can start to see Miles start making his way up there. You hear an inhuman noise. Sorry, go ahead. Ooh.
2: I was going to say, does cat see anything from the tree?
0: You do not see anything from the tree. Okay. And almost as if emerging from shadows behind Miles, just before he gets to the porch, a figure emerges and it is massive, easily eight feet tall, and built like a brick house, wide shoulders. It is naked completely naked and in the light of the street lamps as well as the moonlight you can see various colors of skin all stitched together a face that is almost handsome but in the most grotesque way possible uh it looks like it's not quite modeled after somebody you would know but almost everybody you would know. Like, it's a little piece of every man. And this thing rises up and just bellows as it charges for miles. And now, I get to deal out cards. And we get to see yoink how this works. We're really living up
1: to the name of the, uh, Dick and Butts Detective Agency.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so
2: Jackie got it. Oh no, that's a jack, not a joker.
0: Okay. Uh, So Jean gets to go first. He is. He's going to take a shot with his sawed-off shotgun as he pops out of the bush at this thing. Uh. He definitely takes a shot and you would expect it like it sounds like it's going to make this solid thump as the explosion from the sawed off shotgun roars, but it almost bounces off this thing's skin Uh, and it just looks more irritated than anything else. Uh, It does not like this and it is going to take a swing at Jean on its turn. As it, irritated, tries to take a backhand at Jean as it moves towards him and completely overshoots him, stumbling. It looks almost comical in how uncoordinated this thing is. Uh, Next up is Jackie.
4: I want to hit it with a bolt.
0: Okay, so you should have a spellcasting stat. I need you to go ahead and roll that, please. Let's see here. That's good. That's real, real good. Uh, So that does manage to make contact. Uh, That is a success with a raise. Uh, So I'm going to go ahead and have you uh, roll damage, which in this case is D6. But for you, it's, I'm sorry, 2D6. Uh, And we're going to go ahead and see how well you do against this thing's defenses. on the left-hand side you can uh, you should see the dice thing you can go down to d6 and just move over to two
4: I think that might have worked there's a button on my character sheet next to bolt
0: it did that worked perfect okay oh you got to roll the damage underneath it sorry
4: oh I see okay
0: That is a big hit. Uh, You lay into this thing, and it's going to see if it can uh, soak any of that, which I seriously doubt. Nope. Uh, This thing takes a big, meaty thump as pieces of its flesh sort of, like, slough off where it looks like it was ripped, where the stitching just comes undone as... Will you tell me, what does your bolt look like? You get to choose the trappings for it. What what is it what is your magic look like?
4: Uh kind of a red smoky thing darting through the air. Okay.
0: Uh, yeah,
4: Kinda of like kind of like a the color of a suit of playing cards, like a bright red sort of
0: shoo- Okay. almost gambit style, this this wave of energy comes Whoa. out of your hand uh, and just nails this thing flat on. Uh, it is definitely not happy. Uh, it is what we call shaken at this point, which means that it will be at a minus whenever it does anything to anybody else. That brings us up to Catherine. Catherine, what do you do? You see this thing has taken a shot at Miles, or um, a shot at Jean, uh, ignoring Miles, has had a huge chunk of it blown off by... Uh, A magic bolt that you assume uh, came from Jackie, who was hiding in the other bush. So now it's your go. What do you want to do? She's
2: going to slip her gun stealthily out of her pocket and point it at where the blown away chunk is and see if she can shoot into that recess.
0: Okay. Go ahead and make a shooting roll on your sheet. You should have it under your weapon. There should be a uh, dice roll thing. Yep. Uh, unfortunately, it does not beat its toughness, so that winds up going, or its parry, so it winds up deflecting off of, you can use a thing. Go ahead and drag it out to your, uh. I'm gonna uh...
2: use a thing, because might as well at this point. (laughs) All right, and then just roll shooting again? Yes, please. Oh my god.
0: Same thing. You can do it again if you want. You you can spend as many bennies as you want.
2: Sure. We'll do it (laughs) one
0: more time. There you Ah! go. (laughs) so that is a big hit Uh, so you should have a damage stat for your weapon
2: hang on one second here it didn't okay how do I close that there I should have a damage stat for my weapon yeah there's a button next to it that says damage just click that
0: click it please and then yeah there you go that is a huge huge hit Uh, so let's see if it can soak any of that So it manages to take some of the damage off and you see that you you nail this thing right in that open wound that Jackie made uh, and you're confident that you did a lot of damage, but it looks like some of it is stitching itself back together. Um, But it is definitely wounded at this point. It's no longer just shaken. Okay. Alright. Doris, you're up.
1: Okay, I'm going to use my plasma gun. I'm going to say aim at the head, and then I'm going to aim like at its butt.
0: Okay. And for you, that's going to be a weird science roll, not a shooting roll.
1: Thank God.
0: That will not beat its parry. Would you like to use one of your bennies?
1: Yeah, I'm going to use the thingy. If I can figure out how to use the thingy.
0: Click on the icon, it'll bring up the tray, and then just drag one to the table.
1: Oh, my papa was over the tray. Okay, hang on.
0: There you go. So you go ahead and reroll roll that weird science? <gasps> no!
1: I'm going <laughs> to use another one. <laughs> okay.
0: There you go. Okay. Uh, palpable hit. So that definitely hits. Uh, you can go ahead and roll some damage, please. And next to it, it should have, uh, well, is that not in there?
4: The
1: robot is like,
0: the robot is broken. Uh, just go ahead on the left-hand side, just move over to the dice icon, look for the D10s and just move over to the two and just roll that for me, please. Okay, and that does not beat its toughness this thing definitely takes a hit from it uh, if it wasn't already reeling it would probably be feeling the effects of it you miss its head barely uh, but it definitely makes a solid impact and you smell the sizzling of long dead flesh uh, and it does not smell good
1: I need to learn how to aim
0: yeah Henry you're seeing all this unfold in front of you. This this thing is larger than any human you've ever seen, uh, and it does not look human at all. What do you do? Uh,
3: I'm going to take a couple pictures and then hide.
0: Okay. Now, there is something you can try to do if you want, um, because you're not really a combat-oriented character, but you have a flashy, flashy thing. You could try to make what's called a smart trick. Uh, you could try to give this thing a disadvantage by trying to blind it with your camera, and it would be basically a straight smarts roll to see if you could go ahead and do it.
5: Okay.
0: Yeah, I'll do that. Okay. Jeez. <laughs> for, wow. those at ho- for those at home, Corey just rolled a 22 on a D8.
3: <laughs> I don't know how I did that, but okay.
0: Uh, dice explodes. If you roll the maximum, it keeps going. Uh, so you happen oh. to roll two eights in a row, followed by a six. That's real good. Uh, so, yeah, you, not only do you successfully do this, you blind this thing. It's going to be at a serious disadvantage its next turn. Uh, and it looks like it's starting to swing wildly. So And then you can run and hide. Uh, but I don't think it's going to see you because it can't see anything right now. Which then brings us to Miles. Miles. This thing was on you. Looks like it tried to go for Jean. What do you do?
5: Okay. What, what does it look like with the explosion in the back? Because I know we said there's something trying to like keep its heart beating. Is there? Is it open enough to see inside of it, or am I just kind of shooting into the back of its chest?
0: Well, you can move around. You can't see into its insides quite yet. There is a hole opened up to it. There are fleshy bits. Uh, there does look like there are meaty things like muscles and tendrils and, and tendons and stuff like that. But it doesn't look like there's uh, like a obvious mechanical or non-biological device that you can see currently with the wounds it's it's sustained. So you All can right. either you could aim for cool. its head if you want.
5: Okay. I guess I'm gonna shoot into the opening and hope that's whatever's trying to keep it going. Alright. And I don't
0: know. Four That'd, is
5: probably not going to do it, is it?
0: Four will not beat its parry now. So you can go uh, ahead and you could reroll if you wanted to.
5: Uh, he's just going to shoot it into the back and pretend that was good enough. And then um, is there a way to like take cover because he's kind of standing out in the open? Or is he just remaining out in the open?
0: He's remaining out in the open. You can choose to do what you want.
5: Yeah, no, I meant uh, Miles. Is there a way for him to, like, try uh, there, to find cover?
0: There's there's trees. You could try to, to duck behind one of the trees if you want.
5: Okay. Then okay. he's going to duck behind the closest tree or shrub or whatever.
0: He has okay. for cover. That'll give you some partial cover, uh, which means now it's going to be our next round. And... Wow, Jean, the NPC, is getting very lucky. Uh, he is going to try to take another shot with his shotgun and see if he can actually do anything. Nope. Uh, which then makes it... Henry, it's your turn again.
3: I mean, I've already blinded the thing.
0: Yeah, I mean, what else, what else would you like to do? You could also try to... I mean, you have other things like taunt. Uh, you could try to distract it further, keep its attention elsewhere... Uh, you could try to stab it. I don't know. You tell me. Is
3: there anything, is there like a tree branch or anything around? Can I try and trip it?
0: Sure. You can, We'll say that that'll be a, an agility uh, check. So you're basically trying to get it to trip up to knock it prone. So go ahead. Whew.
3: Oof. I, I went from rolling really well to rolling really bad.
0: Would you like to use one of your bennies? Yes. Okay, so you can go ahead and just roll that again. That's a lot better. (laughs) (laughs) better. Uh, So you managed to actually trip this thing up. It falls flat on its face, which means uh, any actions taken against it at this point are going to have a plus two associated with it. Uh, this includes fighting, shooting, magic casting, anything while it's down on the ground. Uh, so that brings us to Doris. You're back up. Right, are you still with us, Doris?
1: Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. What am I doing?
0: Well, it's your turn, so you can do what... You-
1: okay, sorry. <laughs> No, I didn't realize that the the order changed.
0: Yeah, it, because every yeah, every yeah. turn you get dealt a different card, so the order always changes.
1: No, oh, that's cool. Um, I'm gonna shoot again.
0: Okay, go right ahead. Make that weird science roll. You
1: got six.
0: Which turns into an eight because you're at a plus two, so that will hit. So you can go ahead and roll me some damage. So you can roll those two d10. Oh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: well. That is a meaty thump. Let's see how this thing handles that. It looks like it has suffered another wound uh, as another larger piece of it uh, pops out of it. But because it's laying face down, you actually manage to blow a piece of its back out. And where you would normally find Uh, Ribs attached to a spine, uh, possibly with heart and lungs, you see an approximation of that. But instead of a heart, you see what looks like a metronome encased in glass. That brings us to Jackie's turn.
4: I'm going to aim a bolt. Would I see this?
0: Yeah, you can see it. You're close enough.
4: I'm going to aim a bolt right at that metronome.
0: Go for it. Make me that spellcasting check. Wait, even with a plus two, that would not be good enough. Would you like to reroll? Oh yes. Okay, go ahead and spend that Benny for me, please. Wonderful. Make that spellcasting check again. Oh. <laughs> would you like to okay. go?
1: The first thingy is cursed, man.
0: There we go. So that'll definitely hit. Uh, So you can go ahead and roll me some damage. Wonderful. This thing looks exceptionally chewed off you see the glass around the metronome crack uh, just start to crack in spider web and start to disintegrate a little bit uh, holes start to appear in it the metronome looks like it is still going but you have definitely damaged this thing and interestingly enough as you see the glass start to crack you also see its skin start to almost pull apart a little bit very very much mimicking the cracks in the glass it's looks like it's trying to pull itself apart now. Which brings us to Catherine's turn. Catherine, what are you doing there?
2: I'm going to take another shot with my gun. Go for and it. And I'm going to shoot for the metronome. Oh, I'm going to use my last penny. Go for it. We'll see if it does anything. Nope.
0: Just can't... Just can't get the angle on it, just just Ooh. outside, uh, which okay. now, this thing is going to go, it's going to try to get up, uh, it has got to see if it can try to unshake itself, it is at a minus on top of everything else. Uh, nope, nope, it is not doing anything, and I don't have bennies, because I'm a GM, so I can't use any of them. Uh, so that brings us to Miles' turn as this thing tries to get up and you see that its arms like start slipping out from under it it's letting out this inhuman roar uh, from vocal cords that you expect to have been stitched together just as much as the rest of its body uh, it cannot get up it just keeps sloughing off into the, its face down in the dirt
5: alright and he believes that the gun can still destroy that uh, thing in the back, right?
0: Oh yeah, no, you, you've seen it take damage from guns, so it's it's not All right. impossible, just it's tough. Alright, then he's gonna try and shoot that thing. Alrighty, go ahead and make me a shooting roll, please. With the plus two from this thing being prone, absolutely, that'll make contact. We're just gonna need you to go ahead and roll me some damage. There should be a damage icon next to it. Yep! Wow. wow! Oh! Wow! All
5: right. He, Miles got up behind that thing and just shot, got got closer to shoot it, like almost point blank to make sure he got some damage on it.
0: So, for those of you at home, average damage rolls usually run around like eight to ten. Uh, we just had a thirty-one. That's a lot of damage, and I don't think it's going to be able to soak nearly enough of that. So let's find Boom. out. Yeah. So as this thing is laying on the ground, Miles, you walk over to it. Uh, it almost seems pathetic to you at this point where it's it's not quite begging. Its eyes are, are unfocused and full of anger and pain. Uh, and you swear, you swear you hear this thing whisper, kill me and you oblige. You point blank, put your Colt 1911 against this thing, the metronome inside of this thing's back, and you let loose with multiple shots from your revolver. And this thing screams in agony and a sound that sounds like almost like the earth cracking just pierces the neighborhood. All of you are knocked back, or at least unsteady. Catherine, you're not knocked out of the tree, but you're you're definitely hold on at this point uh, as For a concussive life. as a concussive force blows out from this thing as its body just whatever was holding it together isn't there anymore. The flesh starts to just sort of like flop over and starts to rot almost instantaneously the stitches are all dissolved the metronome melts into nothingness uh you see several windows have broken including the ones that you guys were sheltering behind inside of the house earlier trying to look out Uh, a few houses across the street look like theirs has also shattered at least or cracked uh And you can hear in the distance sirens as very obvious gunfire and brutality has drawn people to call the police. What do you guys do?
4: All right. I think we should go.
2: Book it to Frank's. Let's go.
5: Okay. Uh, Henry, you got lots of pictures? I got
3: a couple pictures, but
5: I, I, you know, it's just a guy.
4: This is not a guy, Henry. Look at this thing.
5: And, um,
2: look, we can talk later. Let's get to Frank's.
5: Is there anything we can grab for evidence or at all melted away? Doris uh, wants to
1: take a sec and see if I can, like, figure out how she did it. Not that I want to do it. I just want to find out how. Like, look at the metronome or anything like that. Like, investigate that.
0: So between Miles and Doris, you actually can gather the remnants of the uh, metronome out of this thing's flesh. It's not exactly clean, uh, but you can grab it and make off with it uh, over to Frank's place.
5: Okay, it's Frank's jacket's pockets anyway that I'm messing up, so it's cool. (laughs)
1: Yeah, I'm not not touching that.
0: All right, you guys get to Frank's house. You see he's already on the porch waiting for you. Uh, Inside, inside now, get in. And you guys go in, and it looks like he set up a dinner party. And he shuts the door behind everybody, shoves the shotgun back up into the uh, the fireplace. Stash your weapons. Quick. Do you Yeah, stash.
2: Okay. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. And he points he points over to, to Miles. Go clean your hands right now. Everybody else sit down on the table, act like we're having a damn good time.
4: Jackie is happy to do
2: that. Yeah, sit down.
0: Okay, so he's got some some music playing on a a Vitrola in the corner, uh, some old soft jazz, uh, nothing too out of the ordinary, uh, and it isn't long before there is a knock on the door after everybody's cleaned up and sitting, and uh, a couple detectives are sitting at the door as as Frank opens it up, and uh, they come in. Can we uh, can we ask y'all some questions about what just happened here tonight?
2: Well, yes.
0: And Miles, you actually recognize one of these detectives. Uh, this is Steve Welker, one of the guys that you actually used to be on the force with.
5: I wave and say, ah, greetings, Steve. Long time.
0: Miles, what are you doing at a known criminal's estate?
5: You know what they say? Friends, close, enemies...
0: Oh, sir. Mhm. What do y'all know about the gunfight that happened down the road?
4: It was gun. damn loud and interrupted us having a good time. Doris is very lovely. Jackie lovely. has Jackie has drunk whatever scotch that has been put in whatever drink has been put in front of her.
3: Now, Force officers, if you need some member of the press to come and accompany you and take some pictures, people know what happened to you. I'm happy to help. But so we've th- just been inside here.
0: I don't think we need uh, anybody from a rag like the uh, Tribune mucking up things. Press will get the official pres- pictures when the uh, coroners are done with everything. He, this, this guy looks like he's got a severe disdain for you.
2: Why, well, gentlemen... And cat bats her eyes.
0: Oh, he smiles a little bit at you, ma'am. <laughs> what a
2: we've just been having a dinner party, and it was interrupted by whatever racket was going on outside. I'm sure you could tell us what was going on.
0: Looked like a physical altercation. We don't have all the suspects, but you sure you didn't see anything? You only heard.
2: Oh my goodness, no. Are you, are you jesting with me, sir? There's no way we would be going to the windows and looking out after we heard gunfire.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. And he kind of looks everybody over. And he doesn't seem to think anything else about it. Like, y'all seem pretty normal to him. He's not a very good detective. Uh, And he hands you, Miles, his card. If you ever feel like being a good cop again and you want to tell me what the hell's going on, you can always give me a call.
5: Will do, officer.
0: That goes for the rest of y'all. Y'all remember anything? You let us know.
5: Of
2: course.
1: Absolutely. Doris you is in, read the back, it in the back like, sure. like a bad community theater saying like, hubbub hubbub. <laughs> I'm having a lovely time.
0: Doris might be a little drunk. All right. You all have a good rest of your evening and stay safe and indoors. And they leave. And Frank slumps against the door as soon as they're gone. And a little smirk on his face. He listens, waits to hear the car disappear. Tell me y'all got it dead.
2: We got it dead.
0: (sighs) Well, that's something. Mm Mm-hmm. Everybody okay?
2: I think so. We got the jump on it. I don't think it even saw us coming. It was intent on Miles there.
0: And Frank nods. Well,
2: it was well, you but Miles.
4: It was a pretty tough thing, but uh, there were more of us than there were a
0: bit. Well, thank you, and thank you. And he pointedly looks at Miles for not saying anything to them. He seemed to not like you. I know why he didn't like me. What the hell did you do to him? Eh, long story with them. Long story. And I meant it. I'm, I'm, I may be a crook, but at least I'm honest. If y'all need something that I can give you consider a favor owed on top of everything I've already paid you. And he looks at Miles with a little smirk. And you can keep the suit. It's better than the one you got already anyway.
5: (laughs) Miles shrugs. He says, well, your job pays a lot better than mine does.
0: And with that, you guys can call it an evening and head back to uh, you the head private dicks and butts
2: detective agency.
0: And you can sort of take stock uh, you can head home for the evening after that. But the next morning you all meet up uh, and you can start going through your um, eh, findings, I guess, would be the best way to put it. Doris, as you and everybody sort of like take a look at the the metronome type device, it does look like anything that was metal on it has melted. Uh, for the most part, and the metal looks like it is, or was, reactive. Uh, Jackie, as sort of you zero in on it, it has a faint, shimmering glow, almost like a magical effect that you can feel hovering over it and around it. Between the description as, as you all investigate it, this is something that is called Ghost Ore. Uh, they found it a long time ago in the Old West, Uh, And it is actually the basis of a lot of weird tech that has come up over the years. Uh, You also know that it was used in old rituals uh, from the native people in the West. uh, And you would assume elsewhere where it was shipped off to uh, and has been well known to have supernatural tendencies. Uh, Henry, you show up shortly after they're getting done with that with not only a copy of your paper, but a copy, a copy of The Times. Uh, The Times, the police are officially calling it a madman on the loose, finally brought to justice by Good Samaritan, uh, who wishes to remain anonymous. Uh, They're attributing all of the death and destruction in the area to this madman and saying that this serial killer is now no more. Uh, They have not identified who it was, uh, but have definitely linked it via however means that they have with all the other scenes of all the other murders, Uh, and it is front page news on the Times. On yours, however, you also got front page. When you got the pictures developed overnight, because uh, obviously you weren't going to bed quite yet, you had a, a story to get out for the morning edition, you take a, took a closer look at those photos. It was vaguely human, but even you can't explain what happened to this thing. You see it, a naked man, in one of the pictures, and Uh, Looks like its flesh is stitched together, done with different hues of skin, uh, different types of fingers, everything around it. You take another of your photos and you see the hole that was blasted in it in its neck uh, by whatever Jackie did to it, which you thought it was almost like she threw fire at it, but you couldn't quite tell. And you definitely didn't get a picture of that. But this wound isn't wasn't bleeding and would have killed anybody, a normal person. And this thing was, and you know because you were there, this thing was still fighting. And then the last set of photos is this thing's body as it started to fall apart. Uh, and it looked like chunks of flesh, not a whole person. As far as becoming a believer, you still don't know what, but you're starting to question it just a little bit more. Oh, no, there's
3: a lot of explanations there <laughs> Saw some, you know that we fought the war people came back missing pieces He went to a quack doctor Who promised to make him whole again and the combination of some real weird drugs and Just some awful backroom surgery
4: Henry like what kind of what kind of person doesn't bleed when you hit him like that.
3: Yeah, seen some drugs do some weird things like remove your
1: blood and
5: now you understand
1: now you understand why I have so many problems explaining things to you people
5: also do you see not what Jackie is shooting and she doesn't use a
0: weapon to shoot it
4: bullets are clumsy things
0: and Jean kind of laughs as he's sitting at one of the tables with a cup of coffee Boy ain't gonna believe what he ain't gonna believe. Maybe eventually he'll see something that'll shake him, but I think we should just all celebrate that we all survived as well as we did.
2: And, and we have $750.
0: There's uh one hell of a fortune. And with that, unless anybody wants to say or do anything else, I think you can call that case closed.
5: Case closed. Actually, Miles needs some money for, to get a suit cleaned. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. So the sun sets on the uh, job well done as the city turns back to life. Uh, you pass through the Treme uh, as the normal course of things go. And it looks like life there is returning back to normal. Uh, the hushed tones of the citizens do speak about now that there was a zombie. Uh, that it was put down by people who oppose the red hand. Uh, I take
2: some of the, uh, some of the money, a little bit of the money, and make sure to send some flowers to the neighbor lady, with a little note that says,
5: "We took care of the problem."
0: And somewhere, you know, she's smiling over a, a glass of sweet tea.
5: Yeah, that's right. Make sure she knows that she was right.
0: I mean, she knew she was right all along. <laughs> But I want to thank everybody for coming and playing in our one-shot adventure today into a, a first foray into uh, Deadlands Noir, into the Savage Worlds universe. Uh, it is one of my favorite settings just because I like the old-timey feel of it and how weird things can get. Uh, so thank all of our players. Thanks for all of our listeners uh, as well. Uh, we know that uh, you're here for our wonderful d sessions, but hopefully this one-shot will give you a little bit of a... Uh, a break and before we return back to whatever horrors Rossi has waiting for us. Uh, and a big shout out to everybody because, well, you survived and I roll terrible. So good job.
2: Yeah. Hey, uh, we didn't even take damage. That was great.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
3: the thing might've punched us into next week. So it's, probably-
2: I, I know, I know. I was kind of like worried that, yeah, I was, I was glad that we had Jean along. Cause I was like, we're all going to die.
0: <laughs> well, and to, to put it in perspective, if this thing had hit you, it it's rolling on D 12s. <laughs> oh my God. It's bad. <laughs> it yeah. Bad. I don't, I don't even understand like how you do it. Cause I know you
5: take, you get playing cards when you get hit or something, right? To take certain conditions
0: or. And well, you get conditions depending on what happens to you. So had he been able to hit you, um, you get a chance to essentially what's called soak the damage. Um, soaking the damage means that you could either take nothing or you could get a condition called shaken, which puts you at a disadvantage. Uh, and when you're shaken, you can't really act unless you can break that condition. Uh, all of the playing cards are mainly for your, uh, initiative stuff or for certain things that will require you to do it, like chase scenes. You draw cards to see what happens, um. But you guys didn't have to deal with any of that because I just kept rolling terrible and you guys kept rolling really, really well. uh, Corey, with your damn 22s. Um, Normally combat's a lot more vicious than that. Uh, And also, if you don't get healed within the first hour, what's called the golden hour, you get permanent injuries, which are really, really bad. So again, you guys didn't have to deal with any of that.
2: Oh, man.
0: (laughs) But I think with that that was
2: a pretty good first adventure.
0: I think so too, uh, but I think with that we'll call it good. Uh, is there anything you want to add to the outro, there, Liz?
4: Uh, no, I we're going to be playing something next month. Probably not going back to D and D immediately, but we haven't decided what we're playing. So, but we will have another weird tabletop adventure.
0: Yep. And once we know what that is, be sure to check out uh, our Twitter. We'll, we'll definitely put it out there, as well as if you're on our, our Discord, we'll probably announce it there as well. Uh, and if you want to get in onto these adventures early, uh, maybe consider supporting us on Patreon, because honestly, Blizzard Watch is made possible due to you guys at home uh you paying into that patreon allows us to do shows like this uh our podcasts and, and everything else and without you we wouldn't be able to do that so thank you very much and maybe if you're listening to this and you're not a patreon maybe consider throwing a, a dollar or two that way it also gives you a little bit earlier access to this type of stuff so but everybody at home thank you very much and we will see you next month